Good evening, and uh, it's good to be back with you again tonight, and uh, three nights in a row, and I pray that you've had a wonderful day. I pray that as we uh, give folks a few minutes to get on here tonight, that I could just share my appreciation for you uh, to begin watching these again, praying that they are a, a help and a blessing to you. I uh, do want to pray that you would uh, share these videos, uh, if you would, um, to uh, subscribe to the channel. It's free. It doesn't cost anything, but uh, it does help uh, get these uh, helpful, hopefully, devotions out. Uh, good to see you tonight, Pam and Stephen. Been praying for Stephen. Hope he's feeling better. Um, always praying for our lay listeners. But uh, tonight I want to talk to you from the 37th Psalm. The 37th Psalm. Uh, we started this week on the 34th Psalm and looking about how the Lord is with us. In the 36th chapter, uh, we started to look at now that we have overcome our fear because 34, chapter 34 said, if you'll give God your fear, he will replace it with joy. Chapter 36 was all about how people, um, godless people, will try to ruin that joy. They will try to take what God is doing in our life and take it from us. And many times I think when we think about our lives as Christians, we kind of just think that, well, we're just getting by by the skin of our teeth, or we're just barely making it through life. And that's what God wants for us. But I want to show you here tonight in chapter 37, or the 37th Psalm, that the Lord just doesn't want you to uh, make it. The Lord really wants to bless you and to work in your life. And so it starts out in verse 1, Do not be agitated by evildoers. Do not envy those who do no wrong, for they wither quickly like grass and wilt like tender green plants. And so God says he knows that difficult people, evildoers, are going to frustrate us, that they are going to cause us to turn our eyes from the Lord to them. But we cannot let that be what defines us, because God's going to take care of them. God's going to wither them like a flower that withers. One of my favorite verses from the book of Isaiah chapter 40 talks about the grass withers and the flower fadeth, but the word of our God endures forever. The stark contrast that God will establish his people and he will destroy those who are evildoers. But look what it says here in verse 3, because we go from just making it to God's blessing. Verse 3 Trust in the Lord and do what is good. Dwell in the land and live securely. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires your heart has. Now don't miss that tonight. That's so important. One, I think all of us want security. We want security in our marriages that our spouses are going to be loyal. They're going to be trustworthy. We want security financially that 
uh, when we can retire someday that we can have enough to live on. Most of us want security in our job, that it's secure, that it's not under threat of being moved to China. Most of us want security in almost every area of our life, whether it's as Americans or as it's an employee. Uh, it's the people we love, that they will be loyal to us in times of need. But it says here that God will secure us if we will trust him. So we've trusted him with our fear. We've trusted him with our enemies. And now we're trusting him with our blessings. Now, this is important because we can try to bless ourselves. We can try to work harder. Uh, we can sometimes try to be dishonest to accumulate more. We can sacrifice the things that matter to accumulate the things that we think matter. But what he says is, don't let the enemy rob you of your joy, but trust that God is going to provide for you, that God is going to give you security give you protection. And I think this is important because um, while we would all say that's something we want, verse 4 says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. Now this is a hard verse for some people. And it's a hard verse for me sometimes because we've all wanted things in our life, prayed for things, and they didn't turn out the way that we thought they would. And some people would teach you, well, that's just God's plan for your life. God knows what's best for you. Uh, you didn't need it in the first place. And some of that is true. I really do believe that. I do believe that we are selfish and ask for the wrong things and ask for things that we uh, don't know are best for us. But I think some of it is, and this is my personal opinion, and you can disagree with that, is that we don't delight in the Lord. I mean, really delight in him. Yes, almost all of you watching this are probably believers on uh, night at 8 p.m. But all of us would say we're thankful that we're saved. Most of us would say that we're thankful that we're going to heaven. Most of us would say that we're thankful that we've been forgiven. But if we were to say, do we really delight in the Lord? What would we say? We might say that we enjoy a worship service when the music's good. We might say that we enjoy Sunday school when the fellowship's good. We might even say that we enjoy preaching when it is good. But it doesn't say any of those things. It says when you delight in the Lord. And this is what I think that means. And it's something I'm having to learn the more, the longer I serve the Lord is that the Lord wants a relationship with me. Not just obedience. He wants a relationship with me. And that means times of real prayer where I am crying out to God for the things that really matter to me, that are genuinely important to me. It means that I am really spending time with Him in His Word. And I don't mean just reading a chapter from Bible Gateway. I mean with my notebook and my study commentary and I'm really finding out what God is and who he is and what he wants. I mean, really spending time in that. And what I have found out is that my relationship with the Lord is much more personal. It's much more intimate and it's much more important to me 
It's something that I can have joy out of. I don't come out of as I read my two chapters. I went over my list of prayer requests. I have really tried to know him. And that's hard. It's commitment. And I don't always do a good job of it. And I can promise you that when I'm discouraged and I'm beat down and I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with some real discouragement, it's because I have taken that delight in him for granted. It's just like in a marriage, you delight when you are spending time together, when you are loving each other, when you are being there for each other, when the struggles of life, the struggles of finances, the struggles of kids, the struggles of all these things, they begin to really take that joy out of marriage. But when you can get away and spend time together and, and be together and, and, and enjoy each other, there's a delight. And so tonight, I really believe that if you will begin to delight in the Lord, and I mean really get to know Him and to love Him and to have a relationship with Him, there will be things in your life that will begin to happen that you never even knew that you wanted. Some of those things that you've been praying for for years that you've wanted that God can begin to do. And this is what I want to finish with in verse 5 and 6. I don't have a watch on. I don't know how long I've went tonight, and so I want to apologize for that. Verses 5 and 6. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act. Making your righteousness shine like the dawn. Your justice like the noonday. Now don't miss that. First, you cannot let people agitate you in verses 1 and 2. They cannot be the focus of your love and dedication and attention if they are hurting you. But it goes from there to trusting Him to provide that security. Then it means delighting in Him. I'm going to really know Him and love Him and enjoy Him and grow in a relationship with Him. Nothing else matters. Church is wonderful. Christian friendship is wonderful. Christian worship is wonderful. But Him, He is what I need. And then, don't miss that, we begin to commit ourselves to Him. And then He acts. See, most of us want God just to act on our behalf, but we missed these steps before. Larry Bird said about basketball that he was convinced that the harder you work, the better things go. And in salvation, we know that we're saved by grace through faith, not of works, lest any man should boast. But I firmly believe a friendship is better when you work at it. A marriage is better when you work at it. And your life will do better and will be different the more that you spend time with Him. And if you'll do that, I really believe with all of my heart and the Word of God teaches us that that's when we begin God begins to work. God honors that love and that commitment and that dedication that we have to Him. Not because He has to, but because He wants to. Because He loves us as His children. He loves us as His own. And so tonight I want to thank you for watching and I pray that this has helped you tonight. Tomorrow we're really going to just continue on in chapter 37 about deepening this relationship with him, watching him work more and just trusting him in these situations. And so if the Lord is willing, and I pray that we will see each other again tomorrow night. God bless you.